When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Yeah, I own the publishing. Thank you very much. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, ESPN2. Which five players would you take, would you pick to take down the Monstars? So there are lots of layers to this. We'll get into that in a little while, but it's not just your top five all time at every position, your top guy. It's they got to function as a team. And remember, the Monstars can take the ability of anyone else who ever lived. So you also may want to play defense against them by taking guys they're going to need. All right. 888-SAY-ESPN. NFC East. That's what we're focusing on right now, Key. What's the state of the division in the NFC East? Does Dak Prescott face... Now in this upcoming season, more pressure than any, let's put it like this, quarterback in the league. Is there another quarterback you can think of that is facing more pressure than Dak Prescott this upcoming season? You mean a guy that I said was better than Joe Burrow, according to everybody out there in the world? (laughs) No. People are crazy. People found a quote of yours, which I'm sure is true, where you said (laughs) Dak is better than, than, than Joe Burrow. I'm also sure that that is an old quote. From a time when Dak was better than Joe Burrow. Joe, Joe, there was a time, Joe Burrow's rookie season, for example, or even early I, in his I second year, where Dak was better. I, I don't even remember. It's just funny yeah. that people would say that I said that. What if I said, well, you know, some people might think he's better than Joe Burrow. But, like, <laughs> Key, there are going to be players in the NBA this year that are better than Wembayama. Yes. There'll be guys who aren't Absolutely. even considered super-duper all-stars that you say, yeah, he's – and so someone might say, well, right now he's better than Wembayama. Yeah. And then three years later, someone's going to say, he said this guy said that yeah, Porzingis yeah. is better than what I am. Unbelievable yeah. what they hear, you know. It's like, come on, man, you got to listen. Uh, you know, Dak Prescott is an interesting case because he plays for the Dallas Cowboys, and they paid him a bunch of money several years ago. And they haven't advanced to where the money is. What I mean by that is, when you give a guy $150 million, you expect for him to at least get you to a Super Bowl. This is the way people think. They don't really understand it's not all on him. Some of the coaching, some of the defensive players, some of the offensive players. So he gets the, the blame. They want him to carry the load. They want him to do everything. And they don't understand it does not work that way. So he would have a lot of pressure on him at the quarterback position, I think. Probably between him, Aaron Rodgers, and Josh Allen. Let me go over some. So the three. Let me throw out some names, and you tell me what you think. I'm just going to go over teams: Josh Allen or Dak Prescott. Who's facing more pressure this season? My argument against Dak facing the most pressure, and I'm not sure. I'd have to think about where I list them, but they will blame Mike McCarthy first because everyone knows Dak's a good quarterback. If you have a good quarterback, you're trying to keep him. Yeah, they're going right? to blame. They're going to blame Mike McCarthy first. So that means. Mike McCarthy has another season to get it done. If he doesn't, he'll get the boot. They'll bring a new guy in. Once they bring the new guy in, that first year, well, Dak's getting ready. You know, he's getting used to the new guy. That gives him another year. So as far as I see it, Dak has two years at least of runway. To me, I look at someone like, 
Well, well a, lot, a lot of the pressure, if you if you comparing the two, it's going to be more pressure placed on Josh Allen than Dak than Dak this year. One, he just went through some little scuttlebutt going on up in Buffalo with, with his all-world receiver. All-world receiver. He just is gracing the cover of EA Sports. He's at the top of the MVP conversation again. For like the fifth year in a row, it feels like. Yeah, you look at the odds. You look at the cover of Madden. Yeah. yeah. And he's the guy who was supposed to originally take down Patrick Mahomes. So that's going to be more added pressure to him in Buffalo. Joe Burrow took his spot. That was supposed to be Joe Burrow. And then even if you look at the NFC, Jalen Hurts took his spot. Now Josh Allen's got to get ahead of those guys. So, okay, so there's Josh Allen. What about Aaron Rodgers, who's, what, 40? Gonna be four, and, and, and with the Jets, who have a loaded team, a really good defense, and yet a stacked division. Yeah, he, he's got a little bit of pressure, but it's, it's right now where he's at, he's at a honeymoon phase, and it's, it's all cool right now. It's just cool. It's not like a lot of pressure on him until the season really starts, and let's see how he comes out and starts to play. But there's not a lot of, it, it's not a lot of pressure on him. Lamar Jackson. There's a lot of pressure on Lamar because he just got paid and everybody, you know, right or wrong, people felt a certain way about his approach to getting paid. More than who has more, Dak or Lamar? More pressure on him to win this year? I would say Dak. Justin Herbert or Dak no, Prescott? I would say Dak. All right. I don't know. Deshaun Watson. Now he's shook the rust off. I they gave still, him all the money in I the world. Highest paid guy ever. I still would say Dak. All right. Okay. Because Deshaun is still trying to make the transition. Although he was there half of the season last year, a little bit toward the end. This year still, uh, I got to get, you know, it's almost like I'm coming off an ACL injury. I need two years. My mind is still kind of foggy from everything that I've been going through over the last couple of years. So to be clear, you have Josh Allen with the quarter, as, the, as the quarterback with the most pressure and Dak right underneath him? Yeah. Okay. So you have like still a ton of pressure, but you don't think it's the most in the league. How big is the gap between Philly and the rest of the division? NFC East? I don't, I don't know that it's, it's, it's a huge gap because if you go back and you look at last year, the Dallas Cowboys actually split with the Eagles. Okay, and you can say one twelve well, games. Yeah, and you can say, well, Jalen Hurts didn't play it. Whatever you want to call it, they split. Washington, I don't know what that is with Eric Bieniemy over there, and I don't know what that's going to be. The Giants are interesting because can they get Saquon Barkley signed to get him in the camp? I think they will. They need him. Do they take the next step with the receivers that they sign? Is the defense going to still play and get better? From last year. So I don't think Philly is, is is head and shoulders above everybody else to the point where they're going to run shop on the division the way they did last year. But I still think they come out of the division. I mean, I they, still think they come out of it. I just don't think that they just just steamroll the division. They play with their backup. Right. I mean, uh, 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 who might, uh, Cooper Rush. What do you start? Four games, five yeah, games. Yeah. They won every one but one of those games. This is a loaded team. The Dallas Cowboys. And then the Giants, as you say, you always – the NFL is crazy, man. It, it could even be a team like Washington that no one's even thinking of. The NFC East has not had a repeat champion of the division 
for 19 years. It's been 18 yeah, years. It's been number me, 19. To me, that doesn't really mean anything. Really? I, it doesn't. Doesn't it speak to the constantly shifting landscape of the division that teams are but constantly adjusting to each other? But that's really football in general other than Kansas City and the New England Patriots. But not no, but it, it, 19, it, it, two decades Green of Bay, it? Green Bay owned the division for a little bit under Aaron Rodgers, but Minnesota... When they was there with Chris Carter and company and Randy Moss. You're going back a long way. I'm just saying they ran the division a little bit. The Bears came out of there. So that's what I'm saying. No one's run the division in the end. Running the division two, three years in a row. No one has repeated as division champion in almost two decades. Philly would be the first to do it. But that might just be just by happenstance, man. Well, it's true. That's it, it could happen. Come on. It, it, by the way, it really could. You flip a coin you, 10, 20 times, you might get some weird results sometimes. All right, Daryl in North Carolina, you're on KJM. Good morning. Good morning, guys. Enjoy your show. I commented on this last year when y'all made your predictions that McCarthy had to get to the Super Bowl. Had to, Dak will get no heat. He's just like Tomlin. The guy gets no heat from you guys at all. And now, more importantly, I've got three facts why Mr. Keyshawn Johnson should never be allowed to comment or evaluate quarterbacks. Can I can I state them? Yeah, go ahead. No one has caught passes from more different quarterbacks, I think, ever than Keyshawn, but go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. I want to hear I want to hear what you gotta say. Okay. Num- number three. Preseason, 2022 preseason, Mr. Keyshawn Johnson had the nerve, the gall, to mention Jameis Winston in the same sentence as Super Bowl. Okay, number two, for the last six or seven years, Mr. Johnson has tried to tell us, don't believe our eyes, don't believe what we see, don't believe the game field. Sam Darnold is a starting quarterback in the NFL. By the way, all these guys have something He is a quarterback in the NFL, but he is not a starter. And number one, the biggest blunder, the, 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 the most ridiculous statement of 2022, when the news came out that the Raiders and Gruden had a chance to get Tom Brady, Mr. Johnson said, oh, no, you don't make that trade. You don't get rid of David Carr for a two- or three-year window with Tom Brady. Not one person that came on the show, you went on vacation after you made that comment. Not one person that came on that show after you said that agreed with you. There's not an owner, a general manager, a head coach that wouldn't take a two- or three-year two or three year window with Tom Brady versus going with David Carr. And where's Mr. Carr at now? I'm out. Wait, don't leave, Daryl. Stay here. Don't hang up. Daryl wanted to hang up. So here, I'll answer Daryl. Let's start with number one. First of all, I'm going to always go with the New Orleans Saints because my nephew plays on the team. Yeah, no kidding. So I'm going to always talk up his quarterback, regardless to if you like it or not. And then Sam Darnold went to USC. And I believe Duh. that Sam Darnold could have been a starting quarterback. The New York Jets ruined him. And then in terms of Tom Brady going to – Derek Carr's your guy. The, 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 <laughs> yeah. No, not only is he my guy, why in the hell would Tom Brady go to the Raiders? They had nobody. No offensive line, no defense, no receivers. Tom Brady picked the perfect situation – in Tampa Bay. Daryl, if, 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 if you were Keyshawn's stop. nephew or you went to USC or you were his boy, right, and we were having a debate on this show about the greatest callers in the history of this show, Key would be talking about Daryl this, Daryl. Yeah, Daryl's a good caller, but what about this caller, that caller? And Key would be like, no, 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 Daryl. That's how he is. Yeah, but why would, why would Tom Brady go to the Raiders? 
Why would why would the Raiders try well, to get Well, because he Tom owns Brady? a piece of the team nowadays. Well, now, <laughs> but think about it. No receivers. Yeah. No defense. Yeah. And a coach that's up and down. Tom Brady why needs an offensive line at his he age. He needs an too. offensive line, Mike Evans, the running back, Gronkowski, Fournette, a Super Bowl winning defense. This dude Durland lost his damn mind. Will Aaron Rodgers turn the Jets' luck around as it relates to the playoffs? KJM. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Jay, Will, and Max, we are presented by Progressive Insurance here on ESPN Radio. Which five players would you take to take down the Monstars, right? Victor Wembayama has his five. I have mine. What's yours? 888-SAY-ESPN. We're coming to you live from above the Heineken River Deck at Pier 17 and joined now in studio by Jets tight end Tyler Conklin. What's going on, Tyler? No, it was over here. Sideboard. Yeah, thanks for coming in. With him. What's up? No, I was just asking about his size as a tight end because, mm-hmm. you know, when we was playing, the tight ends were so damn big. Mm-hmm. Six, seven, and then 280 and stuff like that. I'm like, 250? He's like, yeah. I was like, well, he doesn't have to, you know, he's running routes a little bit Yeah, they're, more. Ca- they're pass catching. Yeah, yeah, no, he's blocking too, though. Small. Oh, he's blocking. Kinda, kinda yeah, for sure, I'm saying, but, like, there's more of a passing game with the tight ends now, wouldn't you say? Absolutely. Because yeah. really only, he really had, like, Tony Gonzalez, uh, Gates. Gates ain't that big. No, 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 no. But T.G. Gates. Gates was really the one where it's like, okay, this is a wide. Greg Oden. Yeah, he kind of started that. Jay Witt. Who do you model yourself after? I like Antonio Gates a lot, being a former basketball player, Michigan guy. So, yeah. Michigan and basketball, I like it. So, but you know, similar, playing with Kyle stats, Brady. Kyle stature. Brady was about 290, man. <laughs> yeah. because, like a, because really they were offensive linemen Eric, back Eric in the day. Green. It's like Lee Smith. Yeah. No. So, Tyler, you got Aaron Rodgers. And, you know, we've seen the, the videos on social media where you're like, whoo, that, that, that ball is pretty. It's got lipstick on. Oh, it's pretty dressed up. It is pretty. What's it like? What's it been like having him around? Uh, I guess, well, so growing up, I was actually a Green Bay fan. Not a lot of people know that because I was in Minnesota for four years, so we had to keep that a secret. But uh, it is different, just like the, how much experience he has, the way he goes about meetings, the way he just competes, and even if it's just walkthrough, um, trying to trick the defense or, you know, mess with C.J. Mosley. Uh, it's honestly just been really impressive, and it's already, uh, you know, starting to transcend people, and you can see, like, how he's going to make everybody so much better. How do you feel, though, about – where things are in relations to the team as a whole and where it could potentially end up at. Yeah, I mean, I feel like, you know, besides the, the falling out towards the end of the year last year, right, you don't want to lose six straight, but we, we started building the right, in the right direction. And, uh, 
you know, bringing Aaron in and, and I think, you know, Coach Hackett in this offense kind of, uh, you know, I think I love about the, the new offense and Coach Hackett is we have so much of that base West Coast. Uh, you're not a fan, huh? No, no, it's cool. No, I just like <laughs> – Long as, you, no, as long I as just, you hand it to the running back a certain number of times, key's okay. No, West Coast offense is cool. He's going to get his touches. All he's going to do is run wide stick nod and, 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 and a couple and, of unders. A couple of unders, yeah, a couple shallow crosses. He's going he gonna to get his balls. There's no question about it. Yeah, Brees going to get his touches. Yeah. You know, Garrett's definitely going to get his balls. I think everybody's going to get – I think that's the good thing about Aaron, though, is I think everybody, especially as you earn his trust, I think that's the big thing with him is earning his trust and um, get on the same page as him because he has so many little unique things he does. Um, to get free plays like we all know or get teams to jump off sides. And, uh, I don't know. I think it's exciting for everybody. What's the number one way you earn his trust? When you say earn his trust, what do you have to do first and foremost? Uh, you know, there's just like these little nuances, right? Like if you, you know, peaking hot if you get – just little stuff. Peaking hot if you get, you know, edge pressure or – He um, wants attention to – he wants it, to see it, that edge, you understand the details. Edge yeah, pressure. You that you understand. You, you see and, and understand what he sees and understands so that you're not – because he doesn't want to waste plays. No one wants to waste plays, but I think he – you know, the coach doesn't want to waste plays, but he also makes brings it to the field, right? Instead of having the, you know, the coach thinking he could have made a better call, he can kind of feel that he can fix the call or make it right out there on the field as long as we're all on the same page. Next time you run that route like that I just saw on TV. Which one? The way you ran to the flat and you didn't flatten it and you ran up the field for the touchdown. Yeah. I'm going to find you. Okay. <laughs> I'm looking at him like, but see, he right there, that's going to be a nice throw for me. I, I, I set him up for the later one in the game right there. The, no, the you looking, moves. you look, I could, I could see it though. Tied in is a West Coast offense friendly. If you think about the West Coast offense, get flat. If you think about the West Coast offense, tied ends, they eat in the West Coast offense. Mm-hmm. If you talk about, you can go in the history of them all the way back to the San Francisco 49ers and Brent Jones. You can go to what Aaron Rodgers had in Green Bay. I mean, they just eat. Yeah. They constantly eat. Yeah. Excited about that? Yeah. I mean, in Minnesota, when I was in Minnesota, we had Gary, uh, Coach Kubiak. Gary yep. Kubiak was yep. there, and he always had Owen Daniels, who ate and, uh, so, you know, that's a comfortable spot for me. Being yeah. in this type of this scheme from the outside zone, I think it helps tight ends. Um, we got to block, you know, now that we're small, 250. Um, <laughs> you know, we got we to block some of these guys at 270, 280. The outside zone scheme can help. And uh, so I know it's, it's something I'm comfortable with. See, when, when he said earlier, Max, about Aaron Rodgers and being comfortable because he knows what to do when he's getting pressure off the edge, that means – Defensive end for you mm-hmm. coming off his head. He needs to be on the same page, so now he can peek and get open, and bam, ball comes to him. Touchdown! Right, right. No way. Got to coach Max every now and then. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, you absorb know. a lot. Uh, no wasted plays. So Tyler Conklin, uh, Jets tight end, with us in studio, KJM ESPN Radio. So I look at the AFC East, and I'm sure people have asked you this a million times, but that's a stacked division. Like I look at your team and think that's a Super Bowl caliber team, but I don't know whether. I think the, 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 the outcome possibilities realistically are Jets might win the Super Bowl or Jets might finish dead last. Even if you have a good season, you could finish last in this division. Belichick's going to have a top five defense potentially. Buffalo has been running the division recently. And Miami, when they're healthy, is a lot, right? So what are, like, when you just think of the division, what are you, like, what's, obviously the goal is to, to win, but, like, what, do you guys talk about the AFC East at all? I mean, I don't think we really talk about it a lot. I think we understand what you know what we have to deal with, but uh, mm-hmm. I think that's the that's the beauty of it, right? Is you gotta go out there and win every Sunday. And I think with this team, I think that's a, another big thing that Aaron brings. Last year, you know, games usually were won and lost by six points. And I think with him, 
uh, that gives you the advantage in, when it comes to that because he's been in these situations. He's won a Super Bowl. He's played, whatever, 18 years. Uh, you're down play. six and Aaron Rodgers has the ball. Still, you still I'm might still win that good. game. You, you feel, feel you pretty feel good, good about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. You're, not, you're, not, you're not stressing out at all. And uh, especially in today's offense, you know, two-minute drives are really – you have two minutes on the clock. You don't even need to be in a no-huddle. Um, so I think that, uh, you know, we're just going to worry about ourselves. And I think we worry about ourselves, then we're going to be just fine. Who was ahead? I, I, obviously, I didn't see minicamp or anything like that, but who was ahead in your OTAs and minicamps? Was the offense ahead of the defense or was the defense ahead of the offense? I think Solid would love this uh, question. But uh, I think the defense was probably a little ahead just because they've had the same scheme for, for yeah, three years. Yeah. They're comfortable in it. And I think they do a really good job of keeping it simple and letting players play. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, after what they did last year, it would be hard to, you know, stand up here and say that we're ahead of them. Uh-huh. But we're going to catch up. It wasn't any carryover from last year's offense with LaFleur calling, you know, hit the hits yeah, yeah. so-called, I mean, West Coast offense, whatever it was, his principles. Were there any carryover to what Hackett is doing? Yeah, there's a little bit of carryover. That's why I kind of brought it up at the beginning because we have just a little more, I think, structure like the – you know, where the West Coast came from. You know, you got three-by-one all go. You got um, shallow cross. You got all these little things that um, are staples in that offense for so long. And, you know, we're, we're maybe last year we didn't have as many of these staples. And uh, then you kind of grow. We progress from there. But some of it does carry over. I think we just have a little bit more of that original foundation. Where would you want to be on all go? Depends. You want to be inside? You want to be the bender? I like, like, I like, I like number three if it's, if it's uh, three-by-one. So Aaron Rodgers, meantime, first year with LaFleur was like 26 – he talked about this recently. 26 touchdowns, whatever it was, four interceptions, and – and he, and he was very good, and they won 13 games, but people are like, wait, does he, is he still Aaron Rodgers? And they draft his replacement, right? Yeah. Then the next year, 40-something touchdowns and five interceptions. Oh, yeah, he's still Aaron Rodgers, and he does that. And he, he credited Ayahuasca recently, by the way, for the difference. But, but I think most people would say, well, yeah, first year in the offense, you're figuring it out. You're still really good. But then by year two, oh, there's Aaron Rodgers. Where is he now from what you've seen and where are you guys? In other words, first year with a new offense, same coordinator he's used to, but is this like first year Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay or under LaFleur or the next year? Yeah, I think, uh, I think like we all know like outside, you know, how you are outside of football is going to help on the football field, right? If life's good outside of football, if you're happy outside of football, it's going to carry over to, um, to the football field. And I think for him just like we've seen him everywhere, right? He's been at the Tonys. He's been at – Broadway shows, basketball looks happy. games. Yeah. He looks happy. Yeah. And I think he's excited to be in New York. He's excited to be able to uh, experience this. And I think that's going to directly carry over to him playing good football. Told I, you, Max. Mm-hmm. I told you when you get, got out of Green Bay, man, you get it, your brain. Second just, life. Oh, you feel so much better. I'm a, I'm a rookie all over again. Right, right. Tyler Conklin, good luck. I don't really mean that. I'm a Giants fan. But, you know, I'm supposed to say good luck. Who cares? It's the AFC and NFC. I don't like it when the Jets do better than the Giants. I I wish you good luck right up until the point where you do better than the Giants. Then bad luck. (laughs) Tyler Conklin, Jets tight end. Thank you, Tyler. Thank you. Where's Draymond Green going to land? KJM. G-Sean, J-Will, and Max, the podcast. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. 
Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. KJM ESPN Radio presented by Progressive Insurance. 888-729-3776. 888-SAY-ESPN. Which five players would you pick to take down the Monstars? When Bayama has his list, remember, this is not just your top player at each position. You want them to function as a team and someone else threw a wrinkle in. The Monstars take the talent of anyone you don't have on your team. So you may want to, I don't know, monopolize a certain position so they can't take those guys' talents, right? Think about it. Who, what five, starting five, would you pick to take down the Monstars? When Bayama has his list, I have mine. Nick Friel may have his. I don't know. ESPN NBA reporter in studio with Keyshawn. And me right now. What's up, Nick? Guys, it's good to be with you. Yeah. As always, good to have you. So we've been hearing, like, listen, Wendy gets on, says, hey, Draymond Green, like the Kings could pursue Draymond Green. How realistic is it that Draymond is not a warrior next season? It would truly shock me if he's not. He's invested too much in that organization. They believe in him too much. I think they will find whatever the middle ground is, Joe Lacob. The owner has known him a long time. He's been in all the ups and downs with Steve Kerr, but even more, guys, I don't think he's turned his back on Steph Curry. Yeah, Those two have a strong, strong bond built over years and years, and they've won titles, a lot of them together. I don't buy that in the end Draymond's going to walk away from the organization, but even more, I don't buy that he's walking away from Steph. So why opt out? Because he knows he can get more money, more guaranteed money. In but the then future. that, but doesn't that affect you being able to sign Clay as well? That was all part of the pool move because key. If you take Pool's deal off the books, what you do is you allow for more money for Draymond in the future, and you say, okay, Clay, <laughs> you may not get that Mega Max extension that you want, but we're going to have enough for you <clears throat> to get you something and. That's the secondary part of any Draymond conversation. So the pool exit brings in CP3. Clay long-term numbers and Dre's long-term numbers is more about what's on the back end of pool's contract opposed to the front end where CP3 is basically eating up that, that 2023 <laughs> number. But what happens to CP3? Why make that move? Well, because CP3 was the best move for Mike Dunleavy Jr., the new GM, and that front office to win now. And, Key, while I don't think it makes that much of a difference, guess who does? The Warriors. The Warriors think that with Chris Paul coming off the bench in a more limited role, he can give them more of a lift than any other name out there. 
And on top of that, it frees up that money for the future because you get off of all the money that was coming to pool in the next few years. So I understand from a a spreadsheet path why the Warriors made that move. I just don't think it's going to make that much of a difference from getting them to where they are and where they were this season and to where they want to be moving forward into next year and beyond. When you look at their roster, we just had it up on ESPN, too, with the salaries, but the front court, if you bring Draymond back, Kevon Looney is not only a good player, he's a big game player, right? Him and Draymond in your front court, and you know you got Steph back there. Wiggins is, you know, can play defense and score the whole thing. Clay is back. You, by the way, Kaminga is not yet a bust. He's 20 years old. In the old days, he still wouldn't even be in the league, and he has, a, he has upside, right? So you look at this with Draymond back in the fold and now Chris Paul able to take over at the point or even play off ball where he was a very effective playing next to Harden and Houston off ball. Where do you – I mean, they come back. This is, this is one of the favorites in the West as long as they bring Draymond back, right? Max, what you just described is what they feel. And that's a huge part of any conversation for a team that believes that it can still win a title. The thing that would scare me with the Warriors, and we watch it all through last season especially, is that you know what Steph is bringing every single night, especially offensively. Draymond's just not that type of offensive player anymore. The real issue is Clay doesn't have the consistency in his game the same way at the level before all the injuries. Wiggins was dealing with a lot of personal stuff, especially in the second half of the year. They can be really, really good. But the key with the Warriors, especially when they won that bonus title a couple years ago, was that you knew what you were getting from Steph, but you also knew what you were getting from all those bench guys. You knew what you were getting from Wiggins. And you understood that Draymond was going to be that force defensively that he has been for so long. There are a lot of question marks still on this roster, but they believe that it's still all within their reach to get them that extra title. And if you believe that, you believe that Wiggins comes back and is able to stay on the floor this year, and you believe that Clay still has another level to get to from what we've seen in the last couple since he's been back. Uh, Nick, what's Dame's next address going to be? He... If I were putting money on it right now, I would still say Portland because that's all he's ever said to me, to everybody in the the media who covers the NBA. I want to be there. I want to play in one jersey. I want to find a way to make it work with the Trailblazers, and I'm at peace with the fact that I may not win a title there. But it's one thing to say that over the next couple of years, and it's another thing to go, okay, you can get to seemingly wherever you want if you force Portland's hand. What we're going to find out here, whether it's a week, whether it's a month, whenever he decides, it's how badly does he want to win a title. What should he do? If it's me and I'm looking at this, I'm going to Miami. And I'm pushing to get there because that's the other key. Miami on the whole, they don't have the pieces right now that Portland say, okay, let's do that deal. It's Tyler Hero. It's a couple first-round picks. If Dame says to Portland, I want to go play with Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo – He's also saying, give them time to get a few more assets to make it worth everybody's while in some potential deal. The issue for Dame is he's always been the guy that's kind of said, ah, well, I'll find a way and it'll all be okay. He doesn't seem to want to rock the boat. 
if you really want to win a title, though, the opening is there for you not only to do that, but to push to get through to make whatever move you want happen. And in order for it to be Miami, he would have to do so, that. So I agree, and I've been saying this the whole time. I think he can get himself to Miami if he's willing to push. It seems to me like he's starting to put those signals out. The question to me becomes, not in a, you may need a third team here, because I imagine Portland wants draft capital. Um, what does Tyler Hero fetch you? In other words, if, if, if that's $27 million, but if Portland's like, eh, we don't need Tyler Hero, is there another, a third team that would give you draft capital that then you could send back to Portland for Tyler Hero? What's his value? Do you think his trade value? Max, I think the problem for Miami may be Hero's value a couple years ago prior to this new deal kicking in could have been a couple first-round picks, a couple younger pieces. Now, I'm not sure where they're going to find that throughout the rest of the league. We know he can put up 20 all the time. The knock on Hero is the same as it's ever been. He's going to give up 25. Every time Hero comes in the game, it seems like the other team is going right at him. So that's what they have to figure. But he really is that only major piece from a contract standpoint that they would be willing to give up in order to make it happen. Because I don't see him giving up Bam. And if you're Dame Lillard, why in the world would you want to go there without Bam? Bingo. And and meantime, uh, when you hear Pat Riley say things like, Tyler Hero has done it in the past in the playoffs. He's a big game player. You know, when he's healthy, blah, blah, blah. It may be a case, and I thought this this was true of – Several players in the NFL recently, like when people with Giants should trade Saquon. Wait a minute. Given his trade value, he's actually a very valuable piece for the team he's on. And you're not going to get it may be that Miami's stuck because they're better off with Tyler Hero than for whatever they can get for Tyler Hero, unless they can somehow package that and turn it around with other stuff for Damian Lillard going to be very interesting what happens in the uh, NBA coming up. That's Nick Friedel, ESPN NBA reporter. Am I going to see you a little bit later on? Oh, this yeah. just in, 2 p.m. Eastern, we're handsome gonna, host. We're going to get a max list, a Nick yeah. list, I think. We're going to have a lot of uh, interesting conversations. A lot of in inter- a debates. Hours. Thank you, Nick. What, f- what would five players do you take to take down the Monstars? 888-SAY-ESPN, 729-3776. Keyshawn, J. Will and Max, ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will and Max, the podcast. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful 
for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max were presented by Progressive Insurance. Victor Wembayama said to take out the Monstars, his top, his starting five. So this is not his best at every position. This is a team he put together with the fate of the earth on the line. Steph at the one, LeBron at the two. Sorry, sorry, Michael, uh, MJ at the two, LeBron at the three, Duncan at the four, Shaq at the five. I, th- I think there's a better starting five to be made, but what's yours? I'll give you mine later. You can give me yours. And don't forget that someone brought up a good point. The Monstars can take the ability of anyone you don't have on your team. So you may, when constructing this team, want to corner the market on a certain position, right? So now they can't – you can mess up their team. Meantime, 888-SAY-ESPN. Uh, Key, you gave your top five receivers list in the NFL. Yes. Tyreek, Devontae, Jamar Chase, Stephon Diggs, A.J. Brown, in that order. You said at the time someone's going to be mad at you, right? <laughs> yeah, somebody. Somebody, listeners, <laughs> viewers – Somebody's going to be mad. I actually agree. Your top four to me all have to be on that list. And then the fifth slot could be A.J. Brown, could be Justin Jefferson. Probably I'd say it comes down to those two for me. You could take your pick. Um, Well, a great receiver has weighed in, and he does not like your list. (laughs) Chris Carter, ladies and gentlemen, is pair of the best hands I've ever seen right up there at the top, near the top. Uh, Hashtag, come on, man, a top five wide receivers list in the NFL. And Justin Jefferson does not make the list. Key, J, and Max, time to turn the channel. Well, there you did. You've turned off Chris Carter. Man, look, first of all, CeCe's a a Hall of Fame purple People eater and all that other stuff in 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 uh, Minnesota. So one of the best tandems, yeah, or maybe the but, best tandem of all time. Yeah, ridiculous. Look, With somebody you you can't have everybody on the list. Right. When I look at the list of Tyreek Hill and Devontae and Jamar and Stephon Diggs and AJ Brown, it's not that if I would have pushed it to six, <laughs> then Jefferson's on the list. But for my liking, I like these guys. If they said in a room, pick these guys. Doesn't mean that Justin Jefferson isn't fire. It just means when I'm building a team and I'm looking it's at what you're this, looking for, what I'm looking for. Yeah, that's all. I don't. I just, it, it has nothing to do with he's not good. It's nothing to do with that. You know, I've had AJ Brown in my top three a lot of the time, but it changes. Then he got hurt a little bit, and then I and I think about other guys, and they come up. So at this moment, I probably have AJ Brown six. In the middle of next season, I might have A.J. Brown, you know, two. Like, it depends. This stuff, how this guy playing, who's his quarterback, what's it look like, what's the yeah, offense the dude look help like? his team. They, he just helped his team get to the Super Bowl yeah. after being traded from Tennessee. 
He goes over to Philly and helps them get to the Super Bowl. But let's be honest. And I, then I look at Jamar Chase. He played in the Super Bowl. Yep. I look at Tyreek Hill. He won a Super Bowl. He, you're six foot four. You're a big receiver. Yeah. You like certain kinds of receivers, something that stands out about them athletically. Either they're stupid fast, like Tyreek Hill, right? Pretty or good. they're big, strong, physical. The, the fact of the matter is when Cooper Cup was leading, won the Triple Crown, you still didn't have him as your number one receiver because that's not – you know he's a top receiver, but that's not your flavor exactly. You'd prefer one or two guys better than that. Yeah, just it, – it, it, I look at – Same thing with Justin Jefferson. I look at the routes. I look at the, the – can he play inside? Can he play outside? Can he block? Can he do all the different things that a, a, a perfect receiver would be right. for me? But that doesn't, that doesn't mean that the dudes aren't good. And CC know damn well – that Justin Jefferson, depending on who listed is. So if you took you took somebody off of it, then who's he going to replace? I think it's tough for people who, like Cooper Cup, in terms of productivity, and then Justin Jefferson, one, two, had the crown in terms of receiver productivity. I think you look at it and analyze the system and, and think, could I use this guy in a variety of ways in other systems as well? And then you'll prefer the better athlete there because you pro- I'm from talking to you over the years, I know you think not just what he's doing right now, but could I take him here and put him there? And then what was his value be? So it looks to me is like guy, you is, think that, that Tyree Kill, Jamar Chase, guys like that, their skills are more transferable to more situations. Their, their, their skills are in, in, in my eyes, and I also look at it as uh, is he ever going to disappear? Does this guy disappear at times? Yeah, you put up – eye-popping numbers because they're throwing you the football a hundred times, but will you ever disappear to the point? And a lot of these guys on this list, they don't really disappear. And Jefferson doesn't disappear either. No, but he doesn't disappear. These guys... Neither did Cooper Cup. These guys here, to me, based on you look at Tyreek Hill without without uh, um, Patrick Mahomes. Oh, he's through. Why would he go no, to Miami? Matter, yeah. Dude almost had 2,000 yards, man. Stop it. It's just stop it. Devontae Adams without Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers' numbers fell off. Devontae's were fine. It's like, come on, seriously. Dennis in Delaware, you're on KJM ESPN Radio. Uh, Guys, thanks for taking my call, and hopefully someday I'll be in the top five of your callers on KJM. (laughs) I think you are. But (laughs) Jalen Waddle had better numbers than Jamar uh, Chase. He averaged 18 yards per reception, and he's actually faster than Tyreek Hill. I don't think he's in the top five yet, Keyshawn, but he's very close. He's not. Yeah, Waddle could be there in a year or two. Why not? Yeah, Waddle's a good player. Yeah. He doesn't mean because he's not five, he might be seven. Right. There's not a seven. And then by list. the middle of the year, you might ask Key and have him yeah. three. Yeah, right. Something the, happens to Tyreek Hill, and yeah. then he gets more catches, and all of a sudden Waddle's one. Like you got to. It, it depends. <laughs> I love these lists because somebody's going to always be mad. I love Jamar Chase, and partly it's because of the connection that he and Joe Burrow have, but he has a stud at quarterback. He's more of a uh, – I just – like, but listen, Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson, doesn't mean it'll always be this way. In college, they're on the same team, and Jamar Chase is the one. See, and, and to me, when I think of those two, I still think of – if I had him on the same team, Jamar Chase would be my one. So, you know, but Justin Jefferson is a beast, and you can make an argument that he's the best in the game. John and West Palm, you're on KJM. What's up, guys? How you doing this morning? What's going on, John? So, listen. First off, you 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 have to put Jeff Key Key. So you who am I taking? Who am I taking off, man? 
Who am I taking off? You, you uh, it's tough. But you it's said tough. I have to, so who am I taking? Am I taking Stefan Diggs off? No. Am I taking Devontae Adams off? Devontae's one. All right. First you could that, by okay, the way, so he has a very yeah. good objective yeah. argument. Okay, he so is he's one. one. He's one, so am I taking Tyreek Hill off? Who are you he taking off? You got twenty right seconds. Hey, hey. He doesn't have a quarterback. Who are you taking off? You have twenty seconds. Who are you taking off the list? Take someone off the list. See? <laughs> See? <laughs> it's a ju- I take the, the, Chase the, the I take Chase off. And I got one. You taking Jamar off? Jamar is my number one, but go ahead. Oh no, you have we're at a thing in the shower with the hotel. We're the only time you wear flip-flops. The key callback, man. Right. KJ. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.